let's get right into it. Let's just, let's get right into it. Morgan Wallen. I know it's been a while since the Morgan Wallen news has been out into the world and you've had some time to think and reflect. I've also had time to think and reflect about it. Um, and I know that my audience is very small and maybe they've all heard about the Morgan Wallen situation, but I'm going to bring it up anyway because I haven't talked about it on this podcast. But if you did not know, let me tell you. Morgan Wallen was caught in his home, like parking lot. Because when you're rich like that, you have a parking lot. You don't just have a driveway. You have a parking lot. Morgan Wallen was caught in his parking lot by his neighbor. His shady little neighbor. He said the N-word. And now his music was pulled from country radio. It ain't on any playlist. And his record label pretty much put him on on suspension. They don't I don't know when they're gonna all of a sudden be like, All right, you're good now. You can we're gonna start promoting your stuff now. So basically he's getting no promotion and the only thing that's happening is the music. You can purchase his music, you can stream his music, but he's not getting any help right now. Now he says don't don't feel sorry for him. And you, you can stop supporting him because he doesn't deserve it. That's just what he says. Now, I think that this pre, this most recent apology video that he posted, I feel like this one's genuine. I hope it's genuine, but I feel like it is genuine because he's had a couple of apology videos in the past couple of years because, you know, that man's been in the headlines. You know, there was, there was that situation where he punched that guy in the audience while he was on tour with Jason Aldean. He got a... You know, he got arrested outside of Kid Rock's uh, bar in Nashville. And then, of course, if you didn't know, before he was getting ready to perform on SNL, obviously it was during COVID times. There were videos that surfaced of him kissing a bunch of random girls at a party. And then the executive producer at SNL was like, um, no, you're not going to be doing all that party and maskless and then come to SNL. That's not how this works, honey. So, they didn't let him perform for a couple of weeks, and then, he, you know, he quarantined. He, of course, did an apology video, and then weeks later, he was back on SNL again. And during, also during that time, he had an oops baby. So, let's just reel it back. Hmm. How do I want to have this conversation? Because it's a tough conversation to have, but I like... A, how a lot of country music musicians right now are having this conversation because country music has always been that genre of let's keep politics out of it let's not say what's on our mind we're keeping our opinions out of it we're not doing any of that we're just going to let the music speak for itself which I like that approach I do because you do want to let the music speak for itself I mean country music is a genre it's not an atmosphere. It's not a political statement. It's not It's not any of that. It's just music. And you do want to let the music speak for itself. But especially in the times that we're living in and in times of controversy, controversy and a lot of unrest and division in the country, you have to have these conversations. So that's the reason that I wanted to introduce 
this to my audience of, you know, I'm going to say like 25 people. I don't know who's listening. I might have 50 people listening. I don't know. I don't know who's listening to this, really. I try not to check the numbers because I just don't want to get discouraged because, they, you know, they say like the first, I, I don't know, maybe 50 podcasts I have. I mean, there might be 50 listeners. I mean, so over time, obviously, I'm trying to get more listeners. But, you know, early on, if if it's just, it's just right now, it's just me and my closet in the dark. So who, who's going to listen to this? I mean, it's out there to the world. I mean, millions of people could listen to it, but I'm probably not getting that much, which is fine. But anyway, back to Morgan Wallen. I got sidetracked. I think he's getting what he deserves. And I think there will come a time when he is and will be accepted in the country music realm, the genre, the community. He'll, be, he'll, he'll come back. The music speaking for itself. His music is good. Like, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. The music is good. But that man, oh, he's breaking some records right now. I mean, he has been on top of that album chart for a couple of weeks now. It sat there longer than Chris Stapleton's Traveler, I think. I maybe Don't quote me on that. But this man is breaking records. Now, who's buying this music, you ask? I don't know. I know that the music is good. And, I mean, the buzz was his album for the first couple of weeks that it was out. So it's not like people didn't know about it and didn't purchase it. I think what's happening is the people that are, like, helping break the records are people that probably don't listen to Morgan Wallen music. They just purchased it because they're like, oh, we we don't care what he said. He, uh, everyone needs to calm down, and what he did wasn't racist. Blah 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 blah. I, yeah, I'm gonna buy his. I'm gonna support him because that. I think it's those type of people. Now, obviously, his core music fans, they're probably still listening to his music. Like I said, the music is good. That's good. I've listened to the double album like five or six times already, and that thing is good. Every song, there ain't a skip on it. Now, I have felt a little like, ooh, should I listen? After the whole situation happened, I'm like, it's almost weird to listen to it. It's like, am, it's like what am I supporting while I listen? But honestly, it, it's bridging this like line of, do I, do I continue to listen? Like, do I not continue? Like, back in the day, you know, when Chris Brown, he, he beat Rihanna. You remember that? Chris Brown's an R&B singer. She's an army singer. I mean, okay, Chris Brown and Rihanna. They were together back in the day. He beat the crap out of her. But, you know, fast forward to years later, he is all over the R&B, hip-hop charts, and radio. I have not. So the local stations here in DFW are um, 97.9 The Beat and 104.5. I think it's K104. I mean, I turn on those station, there's probably a Chris Brown song on there. So they still play his songs like years later. So I'll be curious to see what's going to happen with Morgan Wallen. Because we know... Now here's the, here's the real tea. We know what happened to the Dixie Chicks. They were Dixie Chicked. Or, well, they're, they go by the Chicks now. Um, we know what happened to the Chicks. I mean, Nashville doesn't promote them. They don't get played on the radio, and they're still banned on a lot of country stations for saying 
that they were, at the time, that they were ashamed that the president of the United States, at the time was George Bush, was from Texas. So I'll be curious to see in the next, I'm going to say four years, because Morgan Wallen's music is so popular right now, it wouldn't, wouldn't take him that long to have, like, a comeback. I'll be curious to know what they do, because the Dixie Chicks, they've released two albums since their uh, situation happened, and, I mean, they you don't hear from them. They don't, they don't get promotions. They're not on play. I mean, they are on some country music playlists, but they're just, they were, di- they were, they were Dixie Chicked. So the chicks are. I mean, they're. I'm look. The Dixie Chicks. Okay, the chicks. Whatever. The chicks are gonna go on tour. Let's say in ten years, they'll go on another tour. It'll. People are gonna go buy a ticket to their show, and the same thing happens with Morgan Wallen. If he goes on a on a tour in about five years or so, people are gonna go. It's just a matter of how much promotion are they gonna get, how much playlisting are they gonna get nominated for awards anymore, are they gonna go into the category of like. We're going to pretend that they don't exist. Have you noticed that? Because, think about think about these musicians. Tyler Childers. Uh, Coulter Wall. Sturgill Simpson. Margot Price. Uh, Aubrey Sellers. These are some country music musicians that they make like traditional country music. But it's almost like Nashville and country radio. Um, it's as a whole, it's almost like they don't exist, but they're doing like crazy numbers. Like, like Margot Price will release an album, let's say tomorrow, tomorrow, and people will love it. They will stream it. They will share it. But you won't hear a peep out of Nashville. Not one peep. Because they won't do the song. And same goes for like Tyler Childers and Sturgill. And so at this point, uh, you know, at what I think in their, uh, what I think at the, this point in their careers are probably like, I don't need Nashville if I come to Dallas, Texas and I want to play uh, the Granada Theater, the American Airlines Center, the the Pavilion You know, those little, you know, those shows with the lawn and seats. I hate those shows. Anyway, people are going to come whether they're played on the radio or not because the music is out there and the music is good. So, like I said, I just wonder if Morgan Wilde is going to fall into that where he won't get any radio play um, and we're going to pretend that he doesn't exist. I hope that that doesn't happen to him. And I hate that that it's happened to Tyler and Sturgill and Margot. Um, but honestly, I still love their music. The people still love their music. And whether they're getting promotion, airplay, playlisting or not, the music speaks for itself. And that's that. And that's on period, sis. <laughs> anyway. Um, another thing that's recently happened in, in Nashville is, well, in the country music community, TJ Osborne of... The Brothers Osborne. He recently came out as gay. And what you saw in the country music community and world, and a flip side to the Morgan Wallen situation, 
you saw just love and acceptance and just so many positive vibes. Oh, we love that for TJ. Anyway, in terms of this situation, I'll wonder what is going to happen to Brothers Osborne's, like, hmm, the commercial uh, aspect of it. Like, so they've got a song called All Night. It's nominated for a Grammy. Um, and they are all, they've won a couple of CMAs and ACMs over the years. I wonder if they're going to still, if people, honestly, when you go on anybody that's posted about Brothers Osborne, you go to the comment section and it's like, we don't care. The music is still good. Uh, great. Who cares? Now let, let, now play some music. I feel like that's defeating the purpose of coming out because look, the bottom line is, when TJ Osborne came out, there were probably a lot of kids that love country music right now. and You know, young adults, you know, whoever that that saw the news that TJ Osborne was gay. And they were like, oh, thank goodness there's somebody like me. Like, you know what I mean? They probably looked and they saw TJ and they were like, oh, thank goodness. I'm finally seeing somebody in country music that is gay and that is like me. And that they're just getting all this love and acceptance. So they're probably very inspired by him. Now, he's not the first openly gay country music musician. And, or, because I mean, because if you think about, there, what were their names? There's like Ty, oh man. Hold on, let me Google it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, it get, let me get on the Googler. Because I want to, I want to say these people's names. Country music musicians. Okay. I want to make sure that I say these names so that you know that that they're out there and that they're TJ TJ Osborne was not the first obviously but he's the first like openly gay like one that's like signed to a major major record, you know, company that's like a mainstream musician in country music that gets radio play, wins awards, all that good stuff. Okay, so we got Ty, Ty Herdnan. Oh gosh, I don't even know how to say this man's name. Ty Herdnan. Never, never heard of him. Okay, so Brandy Carlisle. I mean, you know who she is. You know, she sings that song, The Joke. Oh, her vocals are so good. Okay, Shane McAnally. Okay, well, okay, well, I know who he is. You know, he he wrote like "Rainbow" by Casey. M he writes a lot of your favorite country songs. He's a great songwriter. I also follow him on Instagram. Him and his husband and his kids. <laughs> that's some funny stuff. They get they have some like funny Instagram content. Who else is on this list? Oh, Brandy Clark. Oh, oh, I forgot. So it's like all these people, they're not mainstream. Like Shane McAnally, he's mainstream as a songwriter. Brandy Clark, she is an artist. She gets nominated for awards, but you don't hear a peep from her. She doesn't get like a lot of the promotion. Like, so it's just I'll be interested to see what happens with um with TJ and Brothers Osborne to see if they'll get, you know, the same. I you know, you hope that nothing happens and that that it just it happens and the music still is good and that they still rise up on the charts. But when you look at the charts right now, which it was still in the same spot before he came out, 
All Night is sitting at like 22 right now on the country media base. And I mean, here in Dallas, they play that song a lot. And I love that song. I think it's a banger. And I, I thought that their new album, Skeleton, was really good. So we'll just see what happens. Okay. Okay, here are some names that I don't know. Shelly Wright. Don't know her. He's not country. Um, you know who I just scrolled by. You know. Little Nas X. He's not country. I do like him, though. I really like his music. Shelly Fairchild. Like, all these people, you probably don't know a lot of their music. And that's nobody's fault. But it makes you wonder, like, did they get... Is their music not as popular because that they were gay? So I'll be curious to know and see, you know, what happens. Maybe, I hope... Honestly, like I said, I hope nothing happens, and it's just the same, and they still get the love and support, and people still show up to shows. Now, if Brandy Carlisle, or like if Brandy Clark come to town, I don't know if, if they sell tickets. I don't know. I've never purchased a Brandy Carlisle. Actually, I haven't purchased a lot of albums in recent years. I'm a, I stream it now, but, you know, I I hope that people go see Brandy Clark. And Brandy Carlisle. Both of them can sing the house down. If you haven't heard, it's an old song. If you haven't heard Stripes by Brandy Clark, honey, you're missing out. You are missing out. That song is so good. I remember when it came out in, I think, 20, what was it, 20, 2012? I don't know, 2014? I don't remember when it came out. But obviously, obviously. You know, and, you know, she's gay and a female, so that ain't fitting the mold at country radio, okay? But I don't think that... I just think... Look, the bottom line is Stripes by Brandy Carlisle. Excuse me, Brandy Clark. Brandy Clark Stripes. That's a song. I th- Did Shane McNally help write that one? Let me see. Let me, let me, let me see. I know... Now, when you listen to it, you'll hear Casey Musgraves' background vocals. She sings good on that one. Oh, so good. Okay, Stripes, Brandy Carlisle. Let's do song credits. Yeah, so uh, Matt Jenkins, Shane McAnally, and Brandy, Car- uh, Brandy Clark wrote that song. So, I just, you know what? I just hope that, honestly, nothing changes, that it's... Just a normal, and that he just lives his life. And and I hope also in the future that interviewers, like when he does an interview, like every time it, you don't have to hear like, so how does it feel to, like, he get, let him, we want to let him live his normal life and let the music speak for itself. And honestly, I'm just so proud of him. And like I said, there's probably so many kids, you know, young LGBTQ kids that are like, they looked, you know, the, the microscope is on country music. Let's just say that. I mean, between Morgan Wallen, now uh, T.J. Osborne, and if you recently there was a Luke Bryan or not Luke Bryan, there was a Luke Combs interview thing with that they had with Marin Morris at the country radio seminar, where he talked about. Um, you know, old imagery that he was a part of that included the Confederate flag. There, anyway, he's he's apologized for it, which 
I don't necessarily think you have to apologize for some photo that was brought up like at 20 like I think excuse me <laughs> y'all <coughs> if y'all hear me burp just fast forward like 10 seconds that's very embarrassing I'm not editing it out why that's a normal thing everybody burps anyway back to Luke Combs he had some he was included in some photos and was a part of a project that also was had some imagery of the confederate flag and he was like he said in this uh seminar thing this interview he was like oh well you know i do it there i have no excuse for that and but that was a long time ago and i didn't know really know what the confederate flag stood for until now so i just like i said the country the microscope is on country music right now there's a lot going on and I just think that especially everybody right now is so sensitive and we're we're so quick to cancel everybody. But it was what I think it was just nice in the midst of the microscope being our country music to have TJ Osborne come out and it just be so accepted and loved by not only the country music community just by the world and it, it was just a beautiful thing to see and to hear and we only wish the best for T.J. Osborne. Honestly, and the man can sing his hiney off. I don't know if any of y'all have seen Brothers Osborne live. But if you haven't seen Brothers Osborne live, that's a show. They put on a show. I would pay. I would, I would just pay. I would pay to see them over and over again. That's how good they are live. So the next time, as soon as COVID, you know dials down i think that everybody should go to a brothers osborne show okay i'm gonna go ahead and stop the podcast right here um i have like four more topics that i'd like to talk about but i think i'm gonna let this one actually speak for itself um obviously i'm a very i like to have fun and i like to laugh and i like to be crazy and stupid i like to do all those things um, but this, this, this podcast, you know, I really wanted to, hmm, how do I want to put, this? I really wanted to talk about the serious stuff for, for just a little bit. And then we'll get back to the crazy and, you know, soon, but, uh, I really wanted to, you know, put this one out there just so I didn't want to be that person that just kind of sweeps things under the rug and just pretends like some of these things don't exist because they're hard to talk about. These things do exist. Racism still exists. Um, you know, black female musicians are getting no recognition in country music. I mean, obviously they are now a little bit more, you know, little by little is what you hope for, but you know, you just, you have to like talk about these things so that in the future it's fixed. You know what I mean? And I hope that makes sense. And I hope that you don't think that this is a political, it's really not a political podcast, but like I said, I just wanted to let y'all let y'all know where I stand on some of these issues and you know some of them are issues some of them like the T.J. Osborne situation that's not an issue that's just something that happened that was very joyous in country music but anyway you know the microscope is on country music where people are looking at it with a magnifying glass hoping that more people come out and say like hey you, what you think about country music that's not who we are because what people think about country music is a lot of times, and I'm not saying all the time, 
that it's not like they some people say that oh well country music is very it's it's all conservative country music is way is made for white males and when you look at the charts it's all white males you know what i mean that's what people look at when they see country music but hopefully in the future and even starting today and starting tomorrow you hope that people look at country music and they see mickey guyton they see uh uh, Lauren Elena. They see Kane Brown. They see Riley Green. They see Luke Combs. They see Marin Morris. They see all these different types of people in country music, and they they're just like, oh, nice. You don't want to. You don't want them to just look at country music and only see Luke Combs, Luke Bryan, Morgan Wallen, Old Dominion. You know all. You know and be like, oh, is that it? Where is, is, is there, is there any diversity, um, in any, any at all? So that's one of the main reasons I wanted to do this podcast. And maybe I'll look back one day and be like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Oh, maybe, oh, maybe I'm going to get canceled for that. But you know what? Some of the, so these things, they're, they're conversations that need to be had. So if you don't like it, oh, well, I like this podcast. And I like talking about some of this stuff because, it, it, like I said, it, it needs to be had. It needs to be talked about. And, yeah, we'll be a little bit more crazy on the next one. Okay? All right. Bye.